You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Hello family and friends and welcome to our Radical Jesus series, actually the last one for the year in this series. Yay, we've done so well. I've loved it. I have two amazing guests with me today, not just one. Wow, come on. Oh, can you guess who those voices belong to? (laughs) (laughs) I have the amazing Paul Zanato and Matt Doty with me. Welcome. It's so fun to have two, like three of us sitting here. It's exciting. Good to be here. It's a privilege. Yeah. So good. Uh, So in this season, let me just recap what we we do pretty much every session but some of you are just joining for the first time and i'd love you to hear why we're we're speaking about what we're speaking about why radical jesus and just in this season that we're in uh not not christmas season talking about the season in in this in the earth like in the church um we we just feel this really clear clarion call to be ruthless about making everything we say and do about jesus more than ever before we've always been on about that 100 we just yeah, there's so many noises, voices, opinions, yeah. um, ideas, you know, trends, and, and it's hard sometimes in the mess of it all and the noise mm. of it all mm. to get clarity, but <clears throat> let's just keep it about Jesus and keep it simple. Let's push all that aside, be ruthless about always making it about Jesus. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit's really on that. He's bringing us back to that powerful simplicity of beholding, knowing, and encountering Jesus, and it's in that place we become transformed to be like him. For sure. And the Bible says that, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. That you become what you behold. So it's time for us to become captivated and fascinated once again with Jesus. I should do my radical Jesus little saying just because yeah. it's the last yeah. one. Do it, please. Let's do it. All I right, it. all right. Radical Jesus, come on. If you know it, say it with me. <laughs> the table turner, the miracle worker, demon deliverer, food multiplier, storm stopper, that's our Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. He walked on water, healed the sick, ate with sinners, stopped for the one and stopped for the crowds. That's our Jesus. Jesus. Demons and the religious were confronted by him. The broken, shamed, outcast and lost were found and restored by him. That's Uh, our Jesus. Son of man and son of God. Everything he did is an invitation and permission for us to walk in. And Jesus says that we do even greater than he did. John 14, 12. So let's behold him so we become like him and then do what he did and the more he's invited us into. Mm. And in this series, I've said it each time, but we've been looking at Jesus through the lens of 1 John four seventeen. As he is in this yeah. world, so are we. So everything we've talked about is, is permission, I suppose, to step into and be as Jesus is. For sure. Uh, so there's not only an invitation for us to take that up, but empowering grace released through the yeah, Holy Spirit right. to be able to actually do it. So on Sunday, Matt preached another powerful message. Uh, it was really very awesome. Good. Actually, didn't get very far with the preach because <laughs> the Holy Spirit showed up. Oh, man, amazing worship. If you're, uh, <laughs> let me encourage you. I say this often on our podcast, but if you're in Melbourne and you're not in a local church, um, you need to come along to Melbourne Lights Church because uh, just the presence of God yeah. is building. Um, Sunday, I just couldn't get up to preach. Um, we had to do business with God and yeah, worship, worship as we beheld him, as you said, and as we reverenced yeah. him. Just such a heavy sense of his presence. Um, yeah, my preach yeah. cut sh- cut really short, so yeah. I, I did preach a little bit, but it was uh, I threw out almost all of my points, and we just talked about 
Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love it. And if you're from overseas, just move to Melbourne. And- <laughs> okay. Come and join us. Come and join us. Yeah. He's really moving and he's really yeah. doing, and there's momentum that's happening. And as we yeah. just keep, Absolutely. as we said, being ruthless about Jesus, it's like, uh, oh, just something's building. It's happening. Sure. There's a shift that's happened. And yeah, we, we just know revival's unfolding. Yeah. Like yeah. it's really yeah. happening yeah. among us. And Exciting. I know there's more to come, but we're, we're, we're like, Toes in the water, like this is this is it. Yep. This is it, yep. and yep. we're excited. <laughs> Woohoo! So, Matt, you preached um basically about radical Jesus, Jesus the the Son of God, you know, yep. but Son of Man, actually fully man, walking in right relationship with the Father, full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, Jesus came, and that's what he did, wasn't it? He he came. He called himself the Son of Man whenever yeah. he was on yep. earth, and you read about him talking of himself. So fully man, put off his Godhead. And walked in right relationship, though, with the Father and full of the Holy Spirit. Can you um, unpack, like, what does that even mean? For people listening to that, why do we say it like that? What does that mean? Yeah, you know, we, uh, you know in our worship time on Sunday, God was uh, just speaking about purity and holiness. And, you know, love that, that God is multifaceted. But part of his character is that he's righteous and he's holy and he's yeah. just. And um, that we actually need to revere him um, and, and honor him and yeah, we don't come flippantly. We come boldly into his throne room, but not flippantly. Um, and yeah. so God was speaking to us in our, in our gathering about dealing with sin and repentance. And so just you know, from that place um, that Jesus came to model right relationship with the Father, it's really that, that he, uh, you know, the, the Bible says, and Jesus says, he only did what he saw the Father doing mm-hmm. and he only said what he heard the Father saying. It's that closeness or that intimacy um, because... I mean, for us and for, for Jesus, I, I truly believe, yeah, as you said, that as Jesus walked the earth, he was fully man. Mm. Um, he, he wasn't performing signs and wonders and miracles because he yeah. was still partly God. That's right. Yes. Um, he was fully man. And yeah. so, so his power came from his, his right relationship with the Father yeah. and for being full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. When, he's, when he's baptized, you know, it says that the, the Spirit descended upon him like a dove, mm. and the Father says, this is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. And then, so you know, yeah. right throughout Scripture, you, you see that. You know, he's, it's not method or religious um, model that he gives us. He models relationship. What he shows us is, is relational yeah, intimacy. Wow. Yeah. And from that place, that's where we're empowered to, to do those other things. Because it's actually, it's God working through us. Yeah. You know, it's, his, it's his presence working through us. We can't heal anyone. We can't save anyone. And so that model of relational in- intimacy and only doing what we see the Father doing and only saying what we see the Father saying should be our model mm. um, as we want to become like Jesus and we want to move in the supernatural and we want to do all of the things that we've been talking about in the series. Um, it's not a here's three steps to perfection. It's how do we, how do we walk in relational intimacy? Mm. Wow. There's a word that you said on Sunday that has resonated all week or since you preached it on Sunday. It's the word proximity. Isn't yeah. it? Mm. Use that word proximity. Yeah, me too. And mm. uh, it's just, uh, and I think that's really where the Holy Spirit is calling the church, not just us at Melbourne Life Church, isn't it? But that like, yeah. Jesus modeled, and, you know, we just saw this in John five nineteen. I need to do what I see the Father doing. It's all about proximity. You gave some great illustrations that you might draw up later about the guys, you know, the four mates who brought their friend in through the roof. Yeah. But yeah. this idea of proximity, 
that we don't choose a Jesus made to our image, isn't yeah. it? Very good. Yeah. The, yeah. the Jesus of the Bible, the Jesus you just described in, in this anthem you just described, that's the one we need to, we move towards him. You know, there's so much about him moving towards us. No, we move towards Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible. And, yeah. and I love that idea of proximity that he models to us. And, and I think is the challenge for us to want more of him is that we get closer to him. Very good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I love that. I love it so much. He, um, I love because, yeah, this Jesus, it, it shows what we've talked about before, that it's an invitation for us to walk into. And, yeah. and so often I think a lot of people just sit back and think, well, that was Jesus. Like you said, that's yeah. Jesus. Of course he performed miracles. Yeah. Of course he could do all of that. And yet he chose, like we said, to put off his Godhead and come as fully yeah. man. But he showed us what was possible if you were in right relationship with God and you walk yeah. full of the Holy Spirit, like hand in hand, those yep. two things, yep. what is possible? And that's available for us. Like, And he yep. wouldn't have told us to go do the same or yep. or even more if it wasn't possible. Yeah, 100%. It's possible. Love it, love it's it. so, so good. Well, I wanted to read down, or have you got it there, Matt, a scripture? Because yeah. um, you had mentioned about John, I think it's in John 15. Yeah. Yeah, the violent images. Yeah. yeah, did you want to read that? And For sure. Then, right, so, maybe we can unpack what that actually means in relation to this. Uh, you and Paul can unpack that. Definitely. I, I didn't get a chance on Sunday to get to um, a lot of the notes that I had, which is fine. Um, but this was one of them because I think it's a great model of, of proximity, of this, of this relational intimacy. And there's, yeah. you know, when you start to read the Bible through that lens of proximity, that, yeah. you know, that one of the things I said on Sunday is that faith isn't a currency. Faith is is a position. It's a proximity. Wow. Brilliant. Brilliant. A.W. Yes. says it's the gaze of our soul upon yep. a saving God. But I think it's more than just gazing upon him. It's drawing near to him. Yeah. Um, but when you begin to read the Bible through that lens, you begin to see all this mm. stuff. You see the, you know, the, the, the friends bringing the paralytic on the mat and lowering him down. And it's a picture that, of being close to Jesus, of coming into his presence. Um, and this is a great, a great example of it. It says this in, uh, in John 15 from verse 1. Um, Jesus says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already, uh, sorry, already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot f bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. It's him that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments... You will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. Mm. I love this, like, you know, mm. this inner, intertwining. Yeah. It's us and Him, and Him and the Father, and the Father and you. It's, it's, you, you can't, almost can't, like, you can't separate it. Um, as, I have, uh, as I abide in His love, verse 11. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, yeah. and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends... If you do what I command, yeah. no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends for all that I have heard from my father. I made known to you. you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit 
and that the fruit uh, that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, it may be given to you. These things I command you, so that uh, these things I command you, so that you will love one another. Wow, what a scripture! Powerful. So, um, in light of what we're talking about, yeah. what does that all mean? I mean, that's yeah. an amazing chunk of scripture, yeah. and it's powerful, and it's it's beautiful actually. Uh, what does that mean? Can you unpack yeah. it a little bit? Oh, yeah, there's there's so much in there about the, the, the intertwining and the relationship between, between Jesus and the Father and us and the Godhead, you know, the, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, and it's that beautiful picture of, you know, of a vine. Now, I think often when we think of vines, we think of like the really shaped and, um, and pruned sort of like grapevines. Yeah. Um, but when I, when, whenever I've kind of read that scripture, I think of um, like a jasmine. Um, we have this jasmine that grows on our fence and it's like, you have no idea which part is like, you know, which branch goes where it's not well, perfectly manicured. Yeah, right. Um, it, it's totally intertwined and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's, it, it's all together. And I feel like that's that picture is that, um, you know, at, that God's calling mm-hmm. us to such closeness that we're intertwined with him, yeah. um, that we yeah. don't know where, you know, where we stop and he starts, um, yeah. wow. There's no separation. There's no, we're not just Sunday you know, Christians. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's all the time. And we're so close to him that all the time we're going, this is what he's doing. This is what he's saying. We're yeah. he, you know, hearing him. We're, we're seeing what he's doing. Um, and then I love that it talks about um, that he prunes and he disciplines yeah. And, yeah. Um, and he calls us to keep his commandments. Um, because again, it's that whole thing of, those are some of the things that we didn't get into this on Sunday for, for time, but there's things that hinder our intimacy as well. They, they, they hinder yeah. right relationship with the Father. Yeah, we might get into that. And, and, yeah. and we'll probably get into that later, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's just that beautiful picture of, of the, you know, the, the intertwining that our life is from Him and His life is yeah. in us and, you know, and yeah. we have to, we rely on Him for, for our sustenance and ministry and all of that comes together. Yeah. yeah. I love that word abide in there, isn't it? Yeah. And that, that thing that we become more like Him. The, the, the uh, DNA, our, our very essence, our character is becoming like him. And I, then I like it. The more we are in, intertwined with him, the yeah. more we are fruitful yes. from him, you know. Yes. Yeah. And, and then, you know, we all want to be, you know, to see his signs and wonders and miracles. But he's saying, come close to me. Mm. And it's in that coming close, in that obedience, isn't it? Yeah. And the pruning. I yeah. mean, if you know anything about plants or fruit or anything, there is a season of, of yeah. pruning. Yeah. So the fruit can be even more tasty yes. and juice yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And that is the process. And if yeah. you, I think if you bypass the process of proximity, yeah. the pruning, then you can't expect to have the same fruit that he does. And so I love that thing about abiding, intertwining. And I love that that you just said, you know, where does it start and where does it finish? Well, it doesn't yeah. finish. You know, it starts in him yeah. and it's ongoing. It's progressive. It's in the process. Mm. And I think God always does his best way in us, in the process. We also you know, fixed on the ending, but God says, how about we enjoy the process? How about we enjoy the relationship now yes. and then leave the process, the, the ending to me and the fruit. So. Yeah. And I can imagine as, as a vine grows, um, grows older yeah. and matures, like how, how more ingrained and, and how more, um, how intertwined those yeah. branches they become, become one. They become so one that it's yeah. almost impossible. Yeah. Like for someone who doesn't know, especially, yeah to actually separate I, or, or I've made the mistake. I was I mean, going to actually say yeah, that, that really. like that you, you, you can't unentwine yeah. 
a vine. Yep. I've made the mistake of it in my garden of trying to do that and going, oh, I don't really and want that happens? to go that way. It dies. Oh. When you try and un- un- yeah, you try and unwind it, and I don't, you know, I'm gonna take this one part out and put this other part over there and unwind it. You end up killing. It. You end up breaking it, and you know, and as it says, it, you, it's like when it's broken off, it dries and withers up, um, and doesn't bear any fruit. Yeah. Um, and so that you become so entwined that it's impossible to separate. It's impossible. Which is the whole point of our relationship with yeah. God. Yeah. Which is the aim of what He wants, isn't it? He yeah. wants us to to be at that place where mm. where yeah. we can't be. We cannot be separated. Yeah. Um, who could separate us from His love? You know, like it's this so intertwined. I love it uh, so much. And. You know, the pruning, I was thinking of the pruning and just what God's doing. Like we all mm. cry out for revival. Yes, um, his move is coming like never before. But part of the process you're talking about, Paul, is the purifying, is the the dealing with, is the cutting off stuff. Is the, Sometimes that's yeah. painful. Yeah. Uh, but we know him and we trust him and we need to be open to that process uh, and knowing that fruit comes because part of it is pruning. Part of it yeah. is dealing with and Holy Spirit, his name is holy. And so he comes to bring that, that holiness yeah. back. And he shines yeah. a light on us and he comes with his presence, makes Jesus so real. And then we can't help but think, oh my goodness, I see myself for who I really mm. am. My yeah. motives, my heart, like everything's exposed. And then he goes, come here, let me tenderly, lovingly yeah. begin to prune you so that fruit can come. Absolutely. And when we live in right relationship with the Father and we're walking in humility, because a few weeks ago, Paul preached on part of the series of yes. humility, um, then we we welcome and invite God's pruning. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. that the God disciplines those he yeah, loves. Right. It's not a chastisement. Yeah. It's not a, um, it's not like, it's not a punishment. It's for our growth and for our benefit. And so, I mean, I think one of the, the good disciplines of a mature believer is to invite God's pruning. Yeah. Invite God. If there's it's anything in me that you want to deal with, show yeah. me God, yeah. you know, I, I need you. Would you, mm-hmm. you know, discipline me, prune me, help me mm. to become more like you? Yeah. Um, and we invite that out of humility. It's when we're proud and we think I've got it all together. You know, I know everything, and we reject that mm-hmm. that we actually put ourselves in a dangerous place. And yes. I think uh, we shouldn't be surprised that when we look at the fruit, and the fruit is not what we thought it would be. Yeah. I think the answer is very quick that we have rejected pruning or we've rejected godly counsel, or we haven't come to the elders for, you know, in the first place, or we haven't been close to the Lord, and then we expect a different yes. type of fruit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what yeah. you sow, you, you will reap. Yeah. And, and the same is with Jesus. You're sowing intimacy, you're sowing proximity, you're sowing obedience, yeah. you're sowing generosity, financially, stewardship, that you'll reap that in your life. You know, it yeah, surprises me sometimes, mm. Gabby, that some, sometimes people sow in a certain way, then all of a sudden they expect a different type of fruit. <laughs> they get surprised that the fruit that they're getting isn't. It isn't. But the Bible, he's the master. He's, yeah. he's, he's the master. You know, grower, isn't yes. he? He's, he's, and he says, "Abide in me. If you abide in me, this is the fruit. As yeah. I abide in the Father, this is." And Jesus is the model. He abided in, in his Father. You know, and that's the fruit of his life was the supernatural, you know, raising of the dead, and all this. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But. And, and sometimes we want to bypass mm. the process. Yeah, exactly. And we, we've said this a lot. Repentance is a great word, isn't Such it? Such a good word. Yeah. Pruning and repentance. Is, yes. Well, God wants to actually take that away from me so I can become more like Jesus. Yeah. We should be welcoming yes. that 
Yeah. Rather than repelling that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. They go hand in hand, isn't it? You want the fruit, you need the pruning. Very good. You want the fruit, yeah. you should <laughs> get ready yeah, for pruning. Yeah, yeah. And, and we Absolutely. do. We welcome Holy Spirit to do that. And There's a hashtag for you. Yeah. yeah. What, hashtag. What the fruit need the prune. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Well, uh, Paul had said a scripture from John 5 uh, not, not long ago about mm-hmm. Jesus explaining, saying, you know, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does yeah. only what he sees the father doing goes on to say, whatever the father does, the son also does. Mm. For the father loves the son, shows him everything he is doing. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? In yeah. fact, the father will show him how to do even greater works than healing this man. He was talking in yeah. relation to a healing yeah. that just happened. Um, and then you'll be truly astonished. That's what Jesus says. But the yeah. father is so involved in, in Jesus's mission. I mean, it's their mission. It's yeah. their whole. And, yeah. and I just, I love that. Uh, but I'm going to ask you guys, maybe I'll start with you, Paul. What does it look like to then walk like Jesus did and only do or look and listen for what God is doing? Like, how do you do that? How do you personally do that? See, I believe that when we come to the cross, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, Paul puts it this way, no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in Mm. me. And so there's kind of a spiritual blood transfusion. (laughs) And we want to become more and more like what Jesus did. So our goal is less of ourselves and more of him. And so he said, greater things you'll do in my name. You know, and he did signs and wonders. In fact, there's a scripture, if I'm correct, Matt, correct me. It says that there's not enough books that would contain, if we had to yes, write them all is. down. Yeah. Yep. And I, I believe that we are still writing like the book of Acts. Yeah, yeah, we're still writing it yeah. out. But it's from that place of humility to say, okay, Father, teach me. Yeah. There's an eagerness to become more like him. And so what happens is, Again, going back to the idea that Matt was talking about proximity, the more we spend time with him, the more we we understand his character, his nature, and how he operates. And so we become, for me, it's this thing of apprenticeship. We use the word discipleship. And we are disciples of Jesus. That means that we are forever learning from the master. And so we are learning. He healed. We want to heal. How did Jesus heal? deliverance, salvations. And, and so our heart of revival right now is to say our model is Jesus and we want to multiply and replicate it to see his kingdom come. You know, it says, yeah. seek ye first the kingdom. So we seek the kingdom, we seek the king, and then we want to start, okay, we understand it's pruning, we understand that it's all these things that God puts in place so we can play the game and not be spectators, isn't it? Because the goal is to be in the game, to play the game, to see the kingdom come and to enjoy the process. I think Jesus loved, you know, healings and signs. He did it from a place of joy. Now, oh, God, another healing. Wow. And we need to have the same excitement to see that happen. So do you have a story of a time where you've been, because yes, Jesus has blanket told all of us, go. Go yes. heal the sick, you know, raise the yeah. dead, cast out yeah. dead. All right, we know that our mandate is go. In the going, Holy Spirit directs, and, and I believe Jesus was like yes. that too. The Father, he would wait, to, and, and he would do what the Father said, but yeah. he went, and he healed. And he. Yeah. Have you got a story, I don't know if you've got one yeah. off the top of your head, even just a short one, where you've, you're kind of going, you're just going about your day, but yeah. obviously... You know, tuned in, yeah. like listening to looking Holy Spirit, at, looking and listening, looking yes. and listening, and then where He said that person, or stop there, or give yeah. money, or yeah. bless that one, or I suppose, I suppose I can't remember. I mean, there's there's You've lots of lots illustrations, of, yeah. but I think for me, it's just uh, to go ready with that in mind to say, ready. okay, God, yeah. if you can use me, it can be in a supermarket, it can be, you know, I remember once when I was nursing years ago, back in nursing, yeah. 
you know, and there was a guy with a horrendous cancer on his throat. And I remember that they said, there's nothing that can be done anymore. But the Lord says, but you can pray for healing. And he got totally healed. I only heard Come about on. this months That's later. Wow. Yes. Everybody else. But it was, it's, it's obedient to the yes. voice of God, to the promptings yes. of God. It wasn't yeah. going against the doctors, but sometimes, you know, it says yeah. in Isaiah 54, 54, whose report shall you believe? Yes. And so again, it's this idea, I go back to the, the proximity that Matt was saying, is that we want to be attentive to his voice. And when you operate out of his voice, uh, then you start, you, you start yeah. getting directed yeah. to yeah. opportunity, like this guy with cancer, and he got totally healed. Amazing, that, isn't it? In, in Can I ask you a question? So when, when you were in that situation, was it just, they said there's nothing else that can be done, and because we're Christians and we believe in healing, you were like, hey, what I can do is pray. Yeah. Or did or, you hear, yeah. like, did you feel like God prompted you, or you... Yeah, like you heard a voice you know? or something. Yeah. Or? How did you Very know? good. I, I felt in my spirit this strong, and it repeated over a night duty. So we were on a night yeah. duty <laughs> with my friend Mark. And in fact, my friend Mark, now that I recall, had the same thing. Wow. That he had to pray for this guy because, and, and uh, he was a Christian guy, but the doctor said, that's it. But I felt this prompting. So part of it is obedience to go ready. Yes. So when you yes. live out of obedience, you're, 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 it's kind of you've got your calling card. You're yeah. always ready yeah. to go. And yeah. every opportunity is an opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you have to step out. You yeah. know, you have to step out just out of that place of obedience. I love that Matt said on Sunday that, that faith is not, it's not the currency of, yeah. of heaven. It's about just the, you're within. Yeah. And so you expect that every, at any moment, yeah. God could say to you, now. Yeah. So that's yeah. what Very happened. Good. And I felt... I was tired, I was inconvenient, there's other patients, <laughs> often, yeah. is, often is, mm. but you know what, there is the joy in obedience, there's yeah. a joy in yeah. saying, and not, and sometimes we, did he really say it, did God really say it, even if I got it mm. wrong, mm. Yeah. I, you respond straight away, yeah, my encouragement would is, just do it, Yes. and if the timing is not perfect, God will, will yeah. adjust it. Yeah. I, I love that the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. Yeah. The word, the spoken word of God, hearing the voice of God. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, Gabby started this podcast about like, you know, can you guess who's on? Yeah. Because we have particular <laughs> accents and voices. Voices. Um, yes. But yeah, that happens in, in the natural. You know, somebody calls on the phone and yes. they don't have to say, "Hi, it's Matt." Um, you know, I have a particular accent because I've grown yeah. up all over the world, and so you know, you know, it's me talking. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's like that with God, and that's why it's love it's that. a I proximity, it's relational intimacy, because we. Learn to know his voice. Yes. Um, you know, I've, I've never heard the audible voice yeah. of God. You yeah. know, it's not like, hey, that, do, go pray for this. Yeah. But, yes. I, you know, it's like something jumps in, your, in my spirit. So um, does it, is it more yeah. of a feeling It's like a you? feeling for me. Like, I don't, uh, you know, I know, like, Gabby, you get pictures <laughs> or, like, a movie that plays. Um, I, I get, like, a feeling or a yeah. thought. It's often yeah. a thought for me. Um, I showed an example of, praying for a couple that came to, to me, I shared this on Sunday, um, because they couldn't conceive. Yeah. Um, yes. And so, I mean, you know, we were praying that they would be able to conceive, but as we were praying, this thought came into my head uh, that, that she has unforgiveness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's yeah. a weird thought when you're praying for someone to conceive. It's not like a normal, it's not like there's something wrong with a certain part of the yeah. body or there's a you know, yeah. physical thing. It's so um, random. And so it, sometimes so, it's like, yeah. It's that thing, but you know, oh, after years of walking with the Lord and, and leading and praying for people, kind of learn to trust those things and also to communicate them in a way that's honoring and yeah. covering. You know, I wasn't like, you have unforgiveness. I was, yeah, just said to this lady, I, I don't know if this wow. is going to make any sense to you. And if it doesn't, that's fine. But 
I just felt God say that there's somebody you need to forgive. Wow. And she starts sobbing. And I know nothing of her background, nothing yeah, of yeah. her wow. story. I, I still to this day don't know who she needed to forgive or why, but it obviously resonated. Yeah. And she just began to forgive and God's presence was released. And within a month, they had conceived. Um, and so, yeah, yeah there's something tied up there yes. that God wanted to undo that was more than just the physical. Yeah, that's um, it. And we would never know it if we didn't listen to his voice. Yeah. And so that's this thing of, of looking to see what he's doing, see where he's moving, listening to his voice. Um, that's what Jesus models for us so well. I mean, that's the, I only did what I saw the Father doing. I only say what I hear him saying. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's that he never said anything. It's that yes. he was listening, you know, God, yeah. what do you want to do in this, this situation? I mean, Jesus said a lot of stuff. I'm sure he hung yeah. out with his mates and his yes. disciples and yeah. they joked and laughed. It was like, I, it's not like I'm never, I'm not going to talk unless God yeah. says it. We get ultra religious like that. And exactly. like, you know, yeah. even we share prophetic words and, you know, the Lord would say, and we get, it's like, we don't, you can be yourself. You can have fun, use normal language, all that. But we, we learn to recognize his voice and it's different for each of us. Like you said, you yeah. know, it can be a picture or a nudging or a thought or a feeling or like some people get physical manifestations, yes. heat yeah. that comes. Yeah, or they'll feel a pain in part of the body. Yeah, pain yeah. in a certain part of your body. or It can be so many because God's, God's creative. Yeah, um, exactly. And for different people, I mean, for some of you, it might be different. You know, it might be that you have a physical symptom and yeah. it doesn't go away. I mean, I, I've had that and I find it really strange. Like wow. on a Sunday morning, on a certain Sunday morning, it's like I suddenly get this like stabbing pain in my elbow that I've never had before. Yeah. Now, I mean, <laughs> I, I've learned... As quickly as possible, share it so it goes away. So it goes away. So I'm often like, stop the worship. I gotta get it. Is anyone yeah. pain in their elbow? Because I don't want this. Yeah. And then you know, often it's somebody's yeah. there. And, Take it down. Yeah. <laughs> this is your get word. From me. I don't want this, and God wants to heal you too. So That's funny. Uh, but but I, can I just interject yeah. there also? The, 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 the journey of humility in, in, for the rest of your, our Christian lives to keep on asking, what are you saying, Father? What are you saying? Yeah. Rather than saying, what am I feeling or what other people are Very saying? Yeah. To, to say, God, what, what would you say in this case? And the more you ask him, at a certain stage, you probably don't have to ask as much because when you live out of that, he, he'll tell you. you know? mm. But that expectation of what he's saying, what would you want to do? Yeah. And he's such a creative God. Yeah, I love exactly. that. You know, he can, he can talk through his five senses. You know, he mm-hmm. can you can smell the presence of God yes. and stuff like that, yeah. can't you? So. And and yeah. it, just because it worked last time doesn't yeah. mean that's what he wants. Spot on. It's, you know, Brilliant. The, the Brilliant. Old Testament we see Moses, and he says, um, one time there's no water. He says, strike the rock. <laughs> yeah. And he strikes the rock, and water flows. Yeah. It's also that. I mean, it's a beautiful prophetic picture of yeah. Jesus on the cross. Yes. But the next time, Moses doesn't ask God. Yeah. He just goes and he strikes the rock and God actually says, no, no not that's either. not what I wanted to do. And also you messed up the picture because it was a prophetic picture and I'm not going to crucify wow. Jesus twice. Yeah. I'm going to crucify him once. Yeah. And so because you haven't listened, you've actually undone something of what I wanted to do. Um, and so, yeah, that it, it, it's all through the Bible. Very good lesson. Eh? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's really good. Um, so hindrances let's talk about those what are hindrances to walking in right relationship with the father and being full of the holy spirit yeah very good i mean that's that's one of the things that we didn't get to on sunday again because we didn't have time but um i think the two things that i mentioned on sunday and and paul's probably spoken to one of these is pride yes um and the other obvious one is sin um i think there's more than that and i'm I'm sure both of you guys will probably have different things to throw in there but um yeah uh unrepented sin um 
that's going to stop that relational intimacy. Mm -hmm. It breaks that that thing. And Jesus has made a way. But we need to repent. You need to be honest and and come to the Father and say, I've sinned. Um, And then not do it anymore. Um, It's not just, I'm sorry I got caught. Yeah, it's, exactly. I'm sorry, I'm broken. I need you to make me whole. Yeah. Um, Lord, I need your presence. The amazing thing is, I mean, I find this in my life. If we all sin at times, um, which we try not to, but when we mess up, I try as quickly as possible. It's, oh, God, I'm sorry. And it's, his presence comes like yeah. that. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not punitive with his presence. Yeah. He doesn't go, oh, I'm not going to presence myself with you now for another week because you've sinned. When mm-hmm. we repent, he's so gracious and merciful he comes. Yeah, so calm. But sin creates that separation. Yeah. I, I had somebody say to me a few weeks ago, um, I've been praying about this situation and I just, I can't hear God. But the situation they were praying about was they were sinning. <laughs> and they wanted God yeah. to say, yep, go on, keep sinning. And he's yeah, kept right. silent. Yeah, he's, he's like, kept silent because he's already that. said, don't do that. You know what? You do. don't need to ask God, can I do this? He said very clearly in his word, don't do this. Yeah. So then you're not going to hear his voice. And to be honest, you're probably going to struggle to hear his voice in every other area yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's, that's, right. a, that's a big one. And I think Absolutely. that's something that we, ha- we have to constantly be repenting and coming to him and say, you know, saying, God, help me in these areas. And then pride. Um, you know, and whether it's pride as in, you know, I'm, because of sin or whatever, or it's just pride that I want the glory or mm. I know what I'm mm. doing or this worked last time, so I'm going to do it that way again. Um, I mean, it's, sometimes we, I have no idea what to do. Yeah. Um, we had an amazing morning on Sunday morning, and, and honestly, and Gabby will tell you tell you because I said this to her. At the end, I came off the stage and I said, "Gabby, I don't know how to finish." I didn't this. know either. We and she didn't. said, "I don't know either." And so I just said, "All right, well, I'm going to pray." Just, so we just went back on the back on the stage and so prayed, <laughs> prayed. But Incredible. it's just that's the reality. We're not a show. Uh, you know, pride would say we've got to have a slick finish. Yeah. Humility says. I don't know. Maybe somebody else knows. Like, yeah, God, but yeah, I, you know, exactly. I don't know how to finish this thing. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Sure, there's other things you guys can think of that hinder this. But I, I think, I think everything stems from 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 so, sin yeah. and pride. You know, yeah. but you know, not submitting to the lordship of Christ. You know, yeah. falls right. under that. Self righteousness yeah. falls under that. Yeah. Offenses mm-hmm. under that. Yeah. Prejudice. You know. That I'm better than other people, or whatever it looks like. Yeah. But it all kind of all all, all falls under this banner of of, of, of pride rich, and, yeah. and, and sin. Yeah. Yes. Really. But it, it, the ultimate is when Jesus doesn't have the total supremacy, the lordship, mm. and then I start justifying. So blockages is once I need I start justifying my position Very of sin. Good. Yeah. Then that will that's that's because it's it's the pruning and stuff like that. It's yeah. not in, not allowing God to be supreme in every aspect of, of life, and to I think for me working, uh, you know, being humble, say God, I stuffed up. The moment you you, you justify your you justify your sin, you've lost it. Yes. Because you're you're down you're down and saying I'm more important on this throne than you are, uh, and and right. this will block this will block the favor of God, the, the the flow of God, and God will not bless. God will not bless whether it is rebellious sin. As Matt said, we all sin. Every day I sin. But get before the Father, repent, yeah. turn around. Yes. But we cannot expect that people... So often we see that we want the blessing of God, yeah. but we are not prepared to repent before the Lord. And we still want Him to... He will not bless yeah. something that's against His character. No. He will just... It's just not Him. No. Yeah. It just 
flies in, in the face of everything that Scripture talks about. And so these are the things that I think daily, you know, since we pick up our cross really means, yes. Lord, I come before you. I'm a sinner. Yeah. Yeah. Start the day we say, I'm, I know yeah. I'm going to sin today. Forgive me, God. I, I've messed up. I will mess up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a heart posture, as you said, because he's so posture. kind and he's so good. And if our heart is, we don't want to break relationship. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to hurt this relationship that's so close and connected. Like I'm joining yeah. my hands together. But you know, like that tight, <laughs> yeah. that tight yeah. that yeah. you can't see, yeah. but that tightly Brilliant. close. And yeah. that stuff breaks that. It, it destroys yeah. it, like you were saying about the vine. It, it snaps off a break. It, it just, yeah. it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. So we don't religiously yeah. do these things. It's... That that hurt my relationship with you. I mean, Peter, I was reading today how he, he yeah. said, Oh, Lord, I'll, I'll never deny you. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, good intentions. Yes, he was genuine. Yeah. And then he did exactly what he said he'd never do. And he wept bitterly, mm. like mm. bitterly. And then you see the restored relationship. Yeah. I mean, his heart was always, I, I, how could I have done yeah. that? And yeah, I think it's such a, an important thing to, to just, yeah, remember his heart and his heart posture don't yeah. let anything come between you and Jesus. Don't let yeah. sin. It's not worth it. Get before the Lord. Weep bitterly if you have yes. to. Repent. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. Cut off some stuff. Yeah. Let the Holy Spirit do some surgery. You know, get help if you need help. Yeah. But don't let anything come between you and Jesus and the intimacy that he wants with you. <laughs> I've uh, often said, I think it's so good, like, deal with that. Often when I sit with, <laughs> sit with guys that have problems with porn or whatever, say, so do you watch it on your phone? Like, yeah, yeah, like, then get rid of your phone. Yeah. Yes. Smash it. Like, go get a Nokia brick that doesn't have, you know, <laughs> exactly. you make a phone call, you send a text message, that's it. Like, yes. if it's yeah. causing you to stumble, get rid of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cut it off. And better, I mean, better than what the Bible says. Yes. Chop your, you chop your hand, hand off. Chop your hand off. Yeah, your your phone. Fuck out your eye. Just get rid of it. I think that the right relationship thing, though, is, and, and that's the heart of this, is so key. Um, I think one of the things that hinders that is, is our other relationships as well? Yes. Unforgiveness, offense. Yeah. Um, you know, how can we, how can we expect to walk in right relationship with the Father, when we're not willing to walk in right relationship yeah. with His bride? Yes. Yeah, with the body that yes. we're supposed to be That's part right. of, and so I think there's That's a big right. part of that, and whether it's, wow. you know, wow. it's, it's healthy submission to authority. You know, I'm not saying to submit to ungodly authority, but healthy submission to authority, yeah. being in in you know, local church. Um, you know, all that honoring each other, all those things of our interpersonal relationships. Yeah. I think that also plays a big role into our relational intimacy with the Father. Yeah. Um, because often those things cause a break. And if we don't deal with them, it, it's not just a break between me and somebody else. Yeah. It causes a break between my, my closeness with the Father. Yeah. Not from his side, but because he's given us a, a, a pattern. He's given us a a way of living yeah. that releases his glory. We see this in the Old Testament. Yes. They, he gave a very specific pattern yes, to the very. temple. And when they built it according to his pattern, then his glory comes like a cloud. Like it fills the, fills the temple. I think it's the same for our life. We can't expect to, to not build according to his pattern and still have his glory come. Yeah, yes, I love it. Exactly. I love it. Very, very good. So this is probably our last question because I know we're, oh. we're always out of time. Um, how are we going? But it's been fun. It's fun. It's always amazing. <laughs> There's so much in it. Yeah. Once you get unpacking. <laughs> oh, and you've got both of us and we're both yeah, preachers. It's, it's rich. All three of us can talk for 45 minutes with it. no problem. So. Yeah. All right. So 
How then do you know that you are on the right track? You're living in right relationship with the Father, full of the Holy Spirit. Like, what is the fruit of that? Mm, yeah, very good question. I think for me is that in our everyday walk, in our public persona, in our private persona, we are reflecting the character, the nature, the presence, and the power of Jesus. Yeah. That it's not, you know, we're not putting on a persona. We're putting, yes. this is really who I am. Yeah. We're walking in humility. And we give him, deflect the glory back to him. And I think, and then it, 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 uh, we're on about discipleship because the Bible's on about discipleship. You are multiplying, you know, we are multiplying his character in us and then yes. through us to other people. And then they are reproducing and they are reproducing. Yeah. So fruit, fruit, fruit. The, yeah. the scripture that Matt spoke about in John 15 mm. is about fruit, fruit, fruit. And I think being born again, walking in right relation, always multiplies and adds. That's the... I think the, the center of what we're doing, we're, we are reproducing people mm. to the nature and the character of Jesus and they are reproducing and they are reproducing. So there's life. Yeah. Yes. Life is being reproduced. I love that. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes. That, that's a good answer. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think it's that, that we're producing fruit, that we're hearing his voice, mm. um, you know, that we're seeing what he's doing, um, that, we're become, that we're becoming more like him. And we can, we can measure that against the Bible and what we see. Mm. Um, and we can ask others um, to speak into our life. Yeah. Um, you know, we can, when you're in a healthy church environment with, with other mature believers, yeah. we can measure, we obviously want to measure ourselves against the word of God and, yes. and follow Jesus' example. But we can also ask other people that we trust in our life, um, you know, is there things that you see? Yeah, we, yeah, we're, we're growing. We're producing invite life. That, invite we, that in. Exactly, yeah. it's invite healthy. That. It's healthy, mm-hmm. and so when we do that, it also because we do that, we have blind spots. Sometimes yeah. there's stuff that we just we don't see. Guilty. Yeah, and so yeah. we it's all just, are. It's just it's helpful, and and when it's yeah. invited, um, then people will speak in. So often people never ask for input in that, and they go around the same mountain again and again and again and again. Um, in our context, we we truly, honestly believe that input is invited; it's not imposed. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to go down that control thing. So, mm. Um, mm. you know, unless it's hurting somebody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know that people have to be open to receive that, and so mature believers that are growing and doing well in this are asking for input. Yeah. As yeah. well as measuring themselves against the word. So, yes. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. that's right. That's right. And I suppose um, the intimacy in in a natural couple intimacy usually produces fruit yeah um so it it comes right back circles right back to that being intimate how into our intimacy out of intimacy there should be fruit there should be things people can look at us yes we want to see the signs wonders and miracles yes that should you know i'm contending for the more that i pray for the sick and every time they get here i mean i want to see that or i see people on the streets or or wherever i am who need to be set free set free um just the Mm -hmm. way jesus did yes it's that fruit but it's also other fruit of the spirit you know it's the the characteristics that that jesus has the holy spirit has and can people look at us and say i look at you and i see jesus i mean we we want to look like Jesus. We want to look yes, like Jesus. Yeah. They want we want the church as a whole to yes. look like Jesus. For people to go, well, they they really love Jesus. They really look like Jesus. Yeah. We that's what we're going for. And our, I think our response is Christ-like. Yes. Like, yeah. Our responses. <laughs> are, can we can we say we're better than what we once yeah. were? Like, and I know there's many things in my life. I'm like, yeah, I've completely changed. I've completely become undone because he's dealt with that stuff. It's been painful and he's, he continues to do things 100%, 100%. in me um, because he loves me. 
but it's worth it. And I look back and I think, wow, I've, I know I've still got a long way to go, yeah. but boy, I've come a long way. Yeah. And yeah. that's all the grace of God. And that's from intimacy yeah. with him. Yeah. Just a quick testimony. We did, yeah. uh, so three Sundays in a row, we had baptisms yes. on. And, and one, of the, one of the feedbacks from a visitor from this Sunday, she said she was visiting somebody yeah. who got baptized. Yeah. She said there was such a sense of the visible presence of Jesus. Wow. I mean, you couldn't ask for better. That's what we want to do. Yes. And, and that's why we're excited about this season. Yeah. And uh, we invite people in to, to, be, to partner, to journey with us in season, because what we're on about is the reality to be real with Jesus. And, yes. and when people say that, I mean, for me, that's the best feedback you can get, you know, that they experience Jesus. You know? The yeah. best feedback. I mean, that's why we, we talk about, I always say, when revival <laughs> happens, Jesus gets really real. And yeah. that's why we want him that's to right. come. Yeah, I mean, that's it's right. so that people encounter yeah. a really real Jesus who's so present, yes. um, who really is who he says he is and who we claim that he is, you know. Yeah, and that's exciting to hear that sort of feedback. That's so great. Yes, more Lord. Love it. Yay. All right, I know we're out of time. How about any, any last thoughts, words? Oh, just let's keep, let's go for it. Keep going for it. And, um, I, I would encourage you if you've missed any of the, the, um, the weeks in this series, whether it's the Sunday mornings or the midweek extras, go back and have a listen yeah. again. Cause all yeah. of this stuff, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's really practically powerful. Um, and it transforms um, the way yes. we live, transforms who we are. So go Absolutely. for it. Um, and pursue Jesus, yeah. pursue, pursue him in intimacy and yes. from that place flows everything else. Oh, so worth it. Do it. Go yeah. for it. Uh, can you pray for us? Polly, do you sure. have, yeah. yeah. So, Lord, thank you, thank you. Uh, for this time oh, together. So. Lord, uh, for our listeners today, uh, we pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you would touch their hearts. Yes. That you, Lord, if you need to uncover sin or uncover yes. things, habitual things in their lives that is stopping them from that place of abiding in Christ, of that proximity with Jesus. Lord, we pray right now that yes. there would be such a sense of your presence as people are listening to this podcast, of changing things around, turning around. Lord, I pray that maybe there's a listener even today that, uh, or this week or whenever yes. you listen that would say, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I want to turn back to Jesus. Yes. I want to give my life back to Jesus. I want to be radical for Jesus. Maybe you, maybe your family are looking for a church where Jesus lifted up, mm. that you would find that place, that you would grow in likeness of Jesus. Yes. Father, you call us to be radical disciples of Jesus because we worship a radical king. We thank you, Lord, that uh, you want us to become more like you. And in so doing, that we see your kingdom come. Mm. Teach us how to seek first the kingdom of God and then everything will be added. And so, Lord, we pray, we lift up everybody listening to this podcast for a radical transformation of our hearts to become more like you in all that we are, not just what we say, but who we are as sons and daughters of the living God. Lord, we pray for a a manifestation of your glory on all of those people who are listening uh, to this podcast and for all the ones that we've done, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity. Amen. 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 Yay. Well, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Paul, for joining me today and unpacking this amazing topic. So good. Jesus is so worth it. Isn't he beautiful? Amen. He's amazing. And thank you, everyone else, for joining us once again. It's always a privilege. It's always fun. We love 
doing yeah. this. We love serving you this way. And uh, it's just been an amazing season for us, hasn't it? It's yeah, so wonderful, exciting. Yeah, wonderful. Look, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our podcasts. You can follow us at Melbourne Lights Church, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. We are going to be taking a break now. This is our last one of the series. We'll be okay. taking a break over summer, our yep. summer of harvest. Uh, but our Sunday morning preachers will continue to be uploaded and are available on all those platforms that you listen to us on. So keep enjoying those and yeah. keep sharing them yeah. with come, friends, come and family. Visit. Yeah. If you, you're around in Melbourne, yep. come and visit us. Look us up, find our address, but come and visit us. Uh, yeah. We'd love to meet you, have you. Uh, yeah, doors are open and you're welcome to see what God is doing here uh, in and among us. And can I say, if you're listening from somewhere else in the world, um, shoot us an email. Or oh, send yes. us a, yes. a, a direct message on whatever platform you're on because we would, we'd love to know where you're listening from. Yes. Um, we can yeah. see the numbers of, numbers of listens and stuff on different platforms, but we don't know where. Um, necessarily on all of them where you're from. So let us know. It'd be cool to, feel cool to connect with you. Oh, we love, we're all about relation, relationship and yes. connections and we love God, yeah. God yeah. connections. So yes, definitely do that. We'd love to connect with you. So on behalf of the team here, lots of love and blessings as you celebrate the Christmas season and we will be back with a new exciting series in 2022. Awesome. Bless you guys. Bless See you. Bless you. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.